I made it. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I did better than you. You made more noise than I did. It, factually, that is unfactual. We'll go back and listen. Okay, we'll go back and listen. Yes, so... Hello, hello, greetings. Welcome back to a new episode of the Paid in Full podcast. We are your hosts, JP and Mia. We were running a little quick social experiment here to see if JP could sit through the intro music. I did better than you. (laughs) I think that the listeners will be able to determine that. So, Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. We are... uh, a happily married podcast couple for new listeners. Thanks for giving us a chance over your earbuds and AirPods and whatnots. Um, and to our return listeners, welcome back. We've uh, had some growth over the last like week and a half. We were um, experiencing some household sickness that kind of put us out of commission for just a smidgen. But we are back and healthy and blessed and grateful to be uh, continuing on this uh, journey of life. So, Are we healthy? Yeah, well, compared to a lot of other people, we are. We still have some residual um, sickness, but mm-hmm. but we're, uh, we're, we're coming along. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Word. We're going to just try to get better as we simultaneously get ready for um, daylight savings and getting used to being lighter longer in the day and confusing us. So that'll be that'll be fun too. Forewarning to everyone who is on their second strike at their job, um, mm-hmm. you need to set your clocks because you you're going to be late tomorrow. And <laughs> don't don't get fired because of daylight savings time. <laughs> it's gonna be one. It's gonna be at least one. It's gonna be multiple. Yeah, yeah. I said it. That's why I said at least one was gonna be like. Uh, my clock ain't set itself back, so uh, well, my clock didn't go forward. Do employers give leeway on that? Employers, yeah. do they give leeway on the fact that people may be an hour late? Are they going to be an hour late or an hour ahead? Because we go, we spring. For, no, it's an hour late because we spring forward, so we lose an hour. Yes. So we're if so, you normally wake up at five, it's going to be six o'clock. Yeah, and you're going to be late. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all have to tell us, listeners. Do your employer would your employer allow you kind of a, a day of reprieve? Um, if you're late, I know that it won't work in education. <laughs> I can't show up at school at nine thirty because it's first period. And um, yeah, they probably would blow up my phone before I even get to that point. So they'd be, you know, blowing me up, trying to wake me up. And I'd be like, what is happening? It's 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 eight fifteen. They're like, no, sweetie, it's nine fifteen. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, though. Do better. Go to work on time. Yeah, y'all make sure you, you know, we're going to lose an hour, y'all. So it is what it is. Sorry to people who have to work overnight. Y'all going to lose an hour. Do they still pay the people like their eight hours, if even though they only work seven? I have no I have no idea. Okay. That's not my department no more. Okay. I do not care. <laughs> I know. I, I remember us not. <laughs> I was like, no, you work seven. You get paid for seven. Sorry, because the other person has to get paid for nine when it goes back. Yes. So, so yeah, it, it balances. balances out. Yep. All right. Look at us. Business folks talking. So today's episode is a little spicy. JP gave me the. <laughs> that was the wrong button. It's spicy. It is spicy. We're going to be discussing if and how 
social media and relationships could coexist. Okay. Um, And this is just stemming from some observations that we've made as a couple. That Um, Mia's made. Observations that we've made as a couple in terms of tendencies. That Miss Mia has made. um, People of our generation and younger. And so we're going to try to impart some, um, shed some light on what people may or may not know they look like on social media when certain habits erupt. Okay. We're going to give you sort of a mirror. We're going to put a mirror up to some of the tendencies that um, couples tend to do or um, that we see some couples do and what my research tells us, of course, and sort of put a mirror up and then put a mirror up against ourselves, of course, because anything that we talk about it always is um, stemming from a place of growth for us or a place of improvement needed on our parts as well. So so that's what we're going to talk about. Social media and relationships. Can they coexist? All right. JP, you ready? Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> he loves me so much. All right. So I want to start our discussion on um, we're just going to kind of launch into habits that uh, we have seen some couples display on social media. And so and then we'll kind of discuss um, how it may or may not come across to the general audience. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you lead. You are gonna let me lead? Okay. This whole, I, this whole episode, I'm just <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you work this out. We gonna okay. we, we together. Uh huh. But, but I'm, I'm still in. I'm, I'm driving. You, you driving? Okay. But you're gonna you're gonna talk to me from the back seat, right? Yeah, I'm Mr. Daisy. Okay, I'm driving, Mr. Daisy. All right. I'm so, seventy eight year old white man. Oh my god, <laughs> Mr. Daisy. All right, so. <laughs> I just got a visual. That was weird. I just got like Harrison Ford in my brain. All right. Um, So we are, let me just kind of um, get a little tiny disclaimer. JP and I are exennials, which means that we are kind of smashed between Generation X tendencies and millennials. So JP is a true exennial because he was born in 81. And I am a very, very old millennial. Huh? I was born in 84. What my business all out there? You tell tell your age. I just said I was born in 84. I'm trying to reach the 17 to 24 year old demographic. (laughs) Well, that's okay. We don't look our age. So. Well, if you're going to go all in, you might as well stop sugarcoating the name. We are geriatric. Geriatric millennials. That's what we're called. Geriatric millennials. Since you, hey. I don't like that word. Nope. No, we are exennials. That's where we are. Geriatric uh, millennials. Okay. So, anywho, I, but the reason why I brought that up is because we were around at the forefront at the start of social media. And so we've, had the early social media accounts, even um, if we think about AOL, like chat rooms, chat rooms were a form of social media. We just didn't call it that at the time. So we were chatters in chat rooms um, asking people for their age, sex and location 
before social media even existed. And so, of course, as social media has grown, we've grown up with it. And so we have a little more insight into how it has changed than generation you know, X's, older X's and generation Z's because they've always had it. Does that make sense? Yes. So I just wanted to kind of put us into the, the circle of discussion where not to say that we're like more expert, but we've been around the social media carousel um, for the bulk of its existence. And so that's, you know, the lens through which we're coming from and how we're going to sort of approach. OK, um, so I wanted to start. Did you with, do the party line? I didn't. My mama wouldn't let me because I think it was like nine ninety nine. It's like ninety nine cent a minute or something. I don't okay. remember. I, I never but they used to it. run like nine ninety nine for ten minutes, which is essentially ninety nine cent a minute. And my mom was like, "If you call that number on my phone and blow up that phone bill, you go, you know, she she would, yeah, she was a little threatening." I never did the party line, but that that's social media too. We we did. We didn't do the party line. We had like three way calling where it would be like five people at each house or something. Uh huh. And then you ask, can and I, you can three I speak, way? Can I speak to such and such? <laughs> what? So what? y'all just be all on the line on different people's lines? Yeah. Yeah, the party line was expensive. We didn't get to do I didn't get to do the party line. I was like, I don't know, elementary school, probably fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember when three way calling started. Because, of course, we had, like, two-way when you on the phone in the beat and you can. And then my mom bought the phone that had the caller ID so you could actually see who was beeping in. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, another friend. And it's like, oh, shoot, let me get them. And so you call, like, talk back and forth to them on both ends and tying up both lines. And then three-way popped up. And that was just, like, mind-blowing that you can talk to two other people on the phone at the same time. So we didn't have three-way. We just had the two. Okay, but yeah, just sidetrack. No, I mean, that's good. We're thinking about the origin of social media. Mm -hmm. So, and then I'm thinking about pagers because pagers could be another kind of social media. I couldn't have a pager. My mama said no, no pagers and no two-way pager because that was a major thing too. What was those little T-Mobile? T-Mobile had those little... um, God, I don't know. I don't remember what they were called, but you would flip them up and like open them. It probably was a two-way pager. Maybe what I'm thinking of. Sidekick. Yes, a sidekick. Oh, I wanted one. I still want one. <laughs> I wanted a, a T-Mobile sidekick so bad. But because you get typed like a typewriter and talk to people. I would say the first one of the first ones would, mm-hmm. would be that I could remember was probably, was it the MASH? With the with the um where you had the paper and you uh uh-huh, and you folded the paper and you moved it around yeah yeah it was like the um I don't know what we called it little thing where we used to fold it and you used to flip it up and you used to had a message underneath it yeah that wasn't mash mash was on flat paper mash was just like you do the little what, um what was that called I don't know what I don't remember what they were but called you know what I'm talking about uh huh okay. uh huh and you used to just have messages we used to just throw notes at each other so. I guess notes in class were social okay. media. Yeah. Heads up, seven up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My students asked to play that the other day. And I was like, y'all didn't even know what the original game was. All right. Get, let's get on track. So, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go before we go back into the 80s. And Well, we are. We're already in the 80s. And it's, um, and it's civil rights. <laughs> so, but hey, but now you see where we're from. So that's that's the origin and that's the that's the time we're coming from. The crack era. That, in the 80s. So, um, all right. So 
here are some things we've noticed that have, I guess we've say evolved with social media in terms of relationships. So, um, and then we'll just sort of give our observations on it. The first thing we've seen observations. Yes. That's a nice way of saying it. Right. So the first thing we see is, um, the creation of a fantasy life. And so um, I think this can apply to all of the social media networks, because, of course, we have our video based networks like YouTube and TikTok and Snapchat. And then we have the ones that are just text based, like their Twitters and your your Instagram is, I guess, picture and text based. Mm -hmm. You know, we got Facebook, which is picture and text based. The devil. Yeah, all of them have devilish qualities. So what we tend to see is um, sometimes there's a uh, intentional creation of a fantasy between um, in a relationship that may or may not exist strictly because I think sometimes people tend to forget that we know them in real life. And the life created on social media, on the stage of social media, may or may not be um, what is actually happening in real life. And then that begs the question of, do you have to tell the truth on social media? Because some people think that social media, you can just create this own image of yourself anyway. Right. Because that's why filters exist. You know, I don't look this cute in real life, but I can filter myself down. So could you filter your relationship and it still be okay? I don't know. So that's one thing we tend to see is anyone can pretty much attest to a perfect couple online, but not so perfect in real life. Right. Some of our couples are not even really married. They're just married online. Um. Linking to that, the politics of the relationship status. You remember like when Facebook first came up mm-hmm. um, and it was all about <laughs> what your relationship status was. So it had like eight or nine different options. It was like it's an inner relationship. It's complicated. That, came, that like, came later. I think it was. Did it just, come later? I think it was just single and in a relationship. Single in a relationship. Okay. And then and it became it's complicated. And stuff like that. Came, yeah. That came later. Okay. And then it became complicated, and then we couldn't really tell who was actually single and who was. Uh-huh. So, I think that still goes on without that little feature. Because I don't even remember. I don't remember ever. I know when we got married, I changed it to married, and then of course I haven't changed the status since. So I don't even know if I can change it because the way that it's evolved, you, know, you don't go to people's like individual page now. You go on you you scrolling mm-hmm. your you scrolling your wall. So you don't, see, you don't see their stats That's anymore. True. And then you comment on stuff that you see on your wall. That you see, yeah, that you see on your timeline. Yep. So that's true. Um, hmm. Okay, so we'll get down to that. The only way you would really go to somebody's pages if you were looking for them specifically. If you would, like, yeah, and trying to find out if they, you know, they got kids. So um, another observation that we have made are conjoining social accounts. So conjoining accounts, what I mean by that is when we have a a friend who has both her name or his name and their significant other's name as one name and then their last name or both their last names together. And 
So it looks as if they have one social media account for the couple as opposed to an individual account. I get so confused Go off. with those. Trigger I'm warning be starting in five, four, very honest. three, two, one. Hola. So um, who am I talking to right now? Uh, <laughs> like, go off. I know I went go on her off, page. Sis. Okay, this is just me. This may be me. This may be shared by many people. But and this may be like anti for those of you who have conjoining accounts. And then you guys can please share the light for me so that I will know how to um, better tailor myself. Take it easy. So, she's a Sagittarius. <laughs> I okay. If I'm looking for my friend and I want to talk to my friend. I don't know if I'm talking to her or her significant other because they're both one page. Are they really your friend if you don't have their number? Well, if I'm trying to get, sometimes I have people who I tend to try to get some information. So if I'm looking for, I don't know, a recommendation for someone like who's a dermatologist so and I have more, a friend who's a dermatologist. So it's more so online contact. Not if friend. I'm looking for some correspondence with a person. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I don't want to say I'm looking for a friend. I'm looking for something i'm trying to get a piece of information like right now i'm trying to find sunscreen so i'm that, like hey that, let me that contact word is, that word my derm become, become come very loose it can friend. and it did because facebook helped with that yeah. you're making friends so so i'm trying to find some type of information from a particular person on social media but if they have a conjoining account with their spouse or significant other I don't know who I'm talking to and sometimes I feel as if if I'm looking for specific information from a person and her boyfriend or her man can like see our conversation is that going to be a problem am I going to cause a problem in their relationship like I'm thinking of hypothetically if I'm telling a friend hey you need to look out for whatchamacallit dude because he's trying to call me and trying to get your number but her man is part of the account but we're talking about another dude is that going to cause a problem so uh, i am i get it, so confused it, it, it falls into the sharing of information like i said right. if, if the person is really your friend you should be able you would be able to call you would be able to call them okay well something like that yeah you should be able to but people know that others also dm them information that's, that's and a, that's, a, that's a paper trail Yes, you making it. You making it outside the box. I'm trying to talk about the account itself. We, we talking? Are you saying that if if I'm really gonna friend? I'm not talking about. That. I'm just talking about if I have information to give a person on social media. Period, but, and it could be incriminating to them. But I'm sharing it in their in their inbox. Mm-hmm. But their boyfriend is attached to the account. It seems as if that would get them into trouble. And maybe you should wait till you see them on, on uh, uh, see them in person or or contact them. Like I said, this this all falls this all falls into the mm-hmm. same thing. We're we're getting into um, social media and whether or not it's real or mm-hmm. fake. This this is, it oh, yeah. falls into the same thing. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay, I, if, I, I I know I know I know. I'm gonna say just what if the person lives in another state? Like I will not see them in person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved in somebody's drama and I feel like it's dramatic if you have both you and your bae on one page. It feels from the outside as if I can't trust him with his own social media account. So let's just make one boo and then we'll both be together all the time, happily loving. And we ain't got to worry about these hoes out here trying to talk to you or talk to me. That's what it feels like. 
And so I feel as if if I'm giving out some information in an already particularly what looks like shaky kind of situation that I could blow that up a little bit. Just trying to contact the girl or trying to contact the guy. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm confused by it. So listeners, if if y'all have a conjoining account with a with a with a partner, I need y'all to tell me like what is the motivation behind it because honestly, I wouldn't know unless someone told me. So I don't want to be ignorant about it. I do want someone to enlighten me on what decision, what made that what was the decision making behind having one account as opposed to two? And some and sometimes you just gotta be the joker and let some shit blow up. <laughs> yeah. Man. So hey, you already you already against it. So I'm just like, hmm, why do you do that? Um <clears throat> just yes. like a little, little puppy. Just, just like, I don't know, just grinding on it. <laughs> hey, just put it out there and let it blow I know, up. Only let know it like two or three personally. And I don't think I have information for them that would do anything. But it's just it's just always weird. Yeah. I'm like, what if I want to talk to him? What if I want to talk to her? But I'm talking to both of y'all. What if I don't even like her, but I like him? I don't want to talk to her because then she'll know I don't like her. Right? It gets weird. So I, <laughs> it can I'll, get weird. I'll toss this out here. Uh-huh. Um, I challenge you. I say, I say we need to make us a test one. A test singular account? Mm-hmm. We have and tr- And try it for No, we have paid in full podcast ones. So that's essentially that's both of us. That's not social media. That's an email. No, I mean, we have our, our Facebook and our Twitter that we can both access. I'm talking about Facebook, where, every, where, where everybody knows us. <laughs> JP and Mia Payton yes. as one social media. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. We're going we're gonna to try <laughs> we're gonna it. We're going to test try it out. We're going to try for but a month see know, how it goes. But I'll be like, why? Like, do and I then just you like, can see. You can see the benefits of it. But then I'll feel like I got to post, hey, Mia's online if you want to talk to me. Because <laughs> I'm like, because people want to talk to me. That's a mental block. <laughs> It's not, I'm not trying to, oh, that's why I said I am ignorant to the mm-hmm. motivation behind it. Testing it out, I'm not even going to be up there, I'm going to be on mine. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to be on mine. I would have to, we would have to like, what do you do? No, like you the can pause? just see, you can just, like see, you can just see the reaction. Uh-huh. See, see the reaction of others towards how they were, right. in it, how they were I'll do it as an experiment. Going forward. Okay. And see if we get the same kind of information. People can start watering stuff down because they don't know if it's me or you. I don't have anyone who's giving me like anything particularly like incriminating. So I'm like, hmm, it probably won't make a difference one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. All right, we'll see what happens. Okay, um, that's just an observation. Mia hates love. I don't hate love. <laughs> I want to know what it is beyond love. I love you to death, but I don't know. I don't think I have to share a social media account with you. Um, <laughs> here's another observation from the social media world. Um, I put subtweeting. In quotation marks, because that is a Twitter term. Subtweeting your significant other in front of the globe. The whole interweb. Global interweb. Subtweeting, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term, is blasting out your significant other. um, Demasculating them or unmasculating or whatever the term is. um, Talking crazy to your significant other. While everyone can see. And so 
that's a really big observation that we've noticed, um, particularly with younger generations. It is oftentimes a um, a distraction, I think, because a lot of the times we see it with couples who uh, we know are together in real life and it often creates the question of why are y'all doing this on the internet? So um, JP took a quick hiatus. He's back. All right. (laughs) So what I was saying when you were gone is that it it creates a, a lot of questions about why exactly they are airing out their dirty laundry in front of everyone. Um, It is quite disturbing. I think it can breed a lot of ill will in real life, let alone amongst the people who are watching it. Now, some people eat this stuff up. Some people get the popcorn and they're like, oh, snap, they fighting again. And then they're watching the the fight go back and forth between the couple, you know, whether you're same sex or heterosexual or whatever. It's, it's unnerving for anybody. Um, so but people who love that kind of thing, fine. Um, I'm not in the mindset that um, all attention is good attention. I think there is a such thing as bad attention. And it can impact, you know, your relationships long term, not just your relationship with your spouse or with your significant other, but with the people who are watching. Because now I don't want to say nothing to you if I think you're going to blast me out on the Internet behind my back. Like that's craziness. And I am highly against it. I don't care who you're talking about, why you're talking about it. I don't believe in using social media as a quote unquote therapeutic session. That is not what it is for. That is not its original purpose. I don't believe that is what it is supposed to be doing. It should not be, oh, this is therapeutic for me to blast out my childhood or blast out why my man made me mad today. That is that is ludicrous. So I'm just saying it is and it is a big problem and we're going to try to help. With that problem, <laughs> JP's laughing, but I am so serious right now. Maybe I'm coming from a personal point of view, but I am so serious. So Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. Therapy, <laughs> therapy. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Yes, I am here. Where did uh, you run off to? Um, <laughs> I was like, "Would you go?" I had to snatch up some collars right quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is this is the life because of course. Um, little little people, you know, we're parents, so it is what it is. I just saw him take off, and I said, "What in the world happened?" All right, I had to go chickity check some check some mark market as busters. <laughs> chickity chickity check. Um, all um, right, okay. Um, you want to? You want me to go forward? We come back around to that because no. it's gonna come. It's gonna cycle back around. No, we're good, and it comes to that people. People don't have um, communication skills because technology is technology is replacing human interactions. Yes, it is in a major way. Um, yeah, and people people like to feel right, mm. um, so they they'll they'll put stuff out there to get um, confirmation from others. Um, yes. It could be somebody from Pakistan, but if they like it, mm-hmm. then they're on their side. Mm, that's true. Um, so they're not really thinking about the people that that they are intimately connected with. That, mm-hmm. that their, their opinions don't matter if they get enough affirmation from 
the world other places mm-hmm. because but for the for the most part you're always going to find you're you're going to find what you're looking for and if you're looking for agreement on on a subject or something mm-hmm. the the internet is the place to find it yeah you're going to find at least one person who agrees with you no matter how crazy the opinion opinion is yeah and and I hadn't I didn't think about the affirmation part that yeah oftentimes I think of I think of Kanye right Kanye gonna find ten thousand people who agree with him no matter how outrageous he can say whatever it's gonna be somebody who say yep he right yep yep yeah. so believe it or mm-hmm. not um as as hard as we work to be be as a couple or something mm-hmm. if we were to have a, a disagreement and you were to go online and say that i was a piece of shit you're probably mm-hmm. there's probably gonna be some people that have been waiting waiting just, for it. just to agree with you yeah and say I, I got the moving truck i'll come pick you up sis yep and it's gonna be people like yep i knew it and then they're gonna be talking about how they knew it behind our backs See, I told y'all they were lying. It ain't nobody that ideal. Mm-hmm. See, we knew it was coming, even though it would be a hundred other people who would be devastated. And most of those hundred other people are in my family and close friends. They would be devastated, but they don't matter sometimes because I'm trying to find that one person outside in the world who would agree with me and who will actually say, hey, I'm going to come in and help you out, girl. Yeah, because so. rule number rule number one in mm-hmm. social media is that none of this shit is real and nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Yeah, but it's a lot of times, and I like how you you brought in the communication part um, that we we're losing our sense of communi- of person to person communication. Another thing that we're losing is compassion. So we sometimes kind of robot out and we don't think before we post something and don't think about the replic, you know, the, the repercussions of what we're saying. Like, Hey, we sometimes people post without saying "Mm, this could be taken askew. And I have been guilty of that as well. I've posted things and I've deleted or I've posted and somebody said, "Ah, you know, I had to delete that girl because that was a little harsh. So it happens, right? If we, especially if we're posting in emotional states, so we're losing our sense of, hey, maybe I should think about how the person is going to take this first before I actually do it. We just do it. And then we start getting that affirmation and that confirmation that, hey, I did the right thing. And then the person who you just do do don't is sitting over there like, what the hell did I do to you? So, yeah, because it, 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 it used to be 100 percent of uh, I'd say 90 percent of the time. If you've seen somebody that that needed help or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you would you would go to help them, right? It's now a percentage of where it's become seventy five percent of people. Their, their first reaction is to reach for their phone. Mm, dude, you ain't never lied, man. Literally, somebody can be getting in a fight in front of you, and everybody has their phone. They holding their phone up. Everybody recording. Nobody is calling the police. Nobody's trying to help. They holding up their phones. So we are a culture of drama. We want to see the drama. Show me the fight. Show me the lady slapping you. Show me the husband and the wife fighting online, right? Because we eat that stuff up. And it's sad, but we are there as a, as a, so, as, as a society. We are there. So, yeah. That's, mm, you said a word. Well, <sighs> how about... Um, I guess this kind of goes along with the fantasy life observation. 
is it all goes together it's all the same yeah it is it's all the same thing we'll just call it a little sub a sub layer um when people um pretend like they're not married online so that's another observation made um there's one thing to like pictures liking is a very common Harmless, usually harmless um, choice to give somebody their props for a lovely picture, right? You can like a post, like the post, like the girl, like the man, right? When it becomes a pattern of behavior that is obvious, kind of noticeable, that a person likes only certain types of pictures, then that's when it becomes... Particularly, um, it could become a problem in a relationship. I'll just say it like that. Um, And then it becomes a problem when family members and friends notice that that is happening. And it feels like a disrespect to the significant other who we know. Right. So I am certainly not against liking pictures right Mm because we should be where it's we're very visual humans Mm -hmm. are visual characters right but what i am against is (laughs) when it looks as if you are liking or a person is liking particular types of photographs um we do know or we are very uh, aware of the common term um instagram model and an instagram model is usually a um person who is um, usually posed or dressed or inviting a um, a certain type of attention to um, whatever they're showing off, right? Whether it's their body or whatever, uh, in a very strategically posed picture, right? And so that's our Instagram models. And they now sell tummy tees and corset waists and all kinds of stuff, right? They Their businesses. They don't do that no more. They don't do the tummy tee anymore. Oh, I think. They've I moved I on from tummy tee. I don't know. Because I don't know if tummy tee actually worked. But anywho, and so do your thing. Instagram <sighs> models a lot of times make a lot of money. They become brand um, influencers. They become, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, awesome. What happens in real life relationships is it's that they gain fans. And... <laughs> They gain fans, and right? And she's holding back. <laughs> she's being real political right now. She's doing good. I'm proud of her. Thank you, babe. So they gain fans. And sometimes your their, their Instagram models' fans are people who you know and people who are very, very married, mm-hmm. right? We and really so, got to get a Patreon. <sighs> yeah. Or I can just let her go. Oh, man. This has to be with this particular type of topics. This topic has been a long time coming. Uh-huh. And so and so what that becomes is it becomes very um it becomes contentious in your relationships, again with your family and friends, when it becomes a pattern. It's kinda like finding out that a family member, um, I don't know, I don't even want to say porn, because it's a little bit more to it than porn. People watch porn, but it's not like they cheating. On their on their spouse, right? It's not like you'll ever be able to go out and find a porn star. It's a little different. It's it's like <laughs> it's not like looking at porn because I'm like if I watching porn, it's not going to be a bad thing. But if I am, I don't know, sort of living 
in a way that is mimicking a, if I am acting in a way that is mimicking a single person and I'm married, then that's when it becomes a problem, I believe, in a relationship. So I got you. Yeah. I'm and trying to just pick up on it. Cause I, I guess it is fantasy. It's all fantasy. I understand. And, and my, my stance on it is, um, kind of my mind, mind the business that pays you. Um, mm. pays. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Not mind the business that minds you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, because if it if if it's if it's at that point, um, and like I said, we're we're not in we're not in um, every you're not in the the individual household. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe this has been I'm, I'm being devil's advocate. Yeah, no, no, okay, go ahead, because I, I can feel where you're going. Okay, <clears throat> maybe maybe this has maybe this has been discussed in the household, right? That and this this, this, this is, is okay. This is this is acceptable. Yeah. Maybe that other significant other is part of it. Maybe they have a little, maybe I'm, I'm about to go off the rails, but maybe right. they have a little sex cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe the one that's doing all the, the thirst trapping and all that, maybe mm-hmm. they're the little spider weaving a little web and mm-hmm. you got like a little sex sex basement or something and they, <laughs> okay hey we don't hey, we don't know exactly that. Do hey, your thing. How, yeah. how 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey what other what other what other people eat don't make me sh- <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so, <laughs> right <that's, laughs> and that is perfectly well you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, yeah you, they may be your family you might mm-hmm. you might love them but hey maybe <laughs> Hey, might not love them, but you hey. don't know. You have you, don't you, know you what's may, going on. You probably haven't now. you have you haven't hung with them in years, right? Maybe, that's true. Maybe okay. they've become a weirdo, mm-hmm. and that's and, and that cool is what it, it is. Yeah, and, and <laughs> for me, and that's a good thing. As long as the significant other is okay with it, um, then hey, I can't say anything because what I do in my relationship is not the norm or is not the the standard. Right. And everyone has their own qualms and things that they would allow in a relationship. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like I say, what what, what, what works, what works, what, works for us. what works for us may not work for the for the other people. That's true. Now, if if said person was to come and say this some BS, this person is hurting my feelings and stuff, then we break out the bats. Yeah. Then but, that's the but, thing. But, that's but until trouble. then, if they smile and giggling, everything's peachy king. Hey, cool. Nothing we can do. Cool. Okay. I do love your hot take. Yes. It's not a hot take. <laughs> For me, it's a hot it's, take. It's, <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It might be. All right. And then I know, of course, we'll have listeners maybe, who would be able to see you both got some sides. In your so, family. Yeah, I mean, so, hey, I know everybody have at least one or two, you know. Um, all Why right. Is it in R. Kelly? Yeah, well, and, and I think that's the perennial. Um, so here we go. A <laughs> couple of things that uh, social media can, it's a ways that social media can be negative in your relationship. I don't think we are particularly anti-social media in our relationship. I don't think that we pull it in too closely, though. I think we have a pretty pretty solid healthy balance when it comes to us particularly so we'll talk about what how we do later. how many friends do you have on your friends list uh 940-ish why uh it's a lot of former students i have like a group of students former students who i've taught i have colleagues i have mm-hmm. a big group of them right because they we talk all day 
I have um, people who I went to school with, like grade school with, mm-hmm. who I still talk to because people who I haven't talked to, I've just kind of let those go. Mm-hmm. So I have like, um, and then I have college friends only who I have a, of course, I went to an all-women's college. So we have a big, strong alum, alumna network where I can contact them for different things depending on what they do for a living. So uh-huh. I have like lawyer friends and doctor friends and that kind of thing. So I have groups of friends and it's a lot of them because I've been through lots and lots of schooling. <laughs> so, and then I've taught school. So I got you. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Wow. What you thinking? I was just asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's around in there. It used to be a lot more. And that was because I was uh, acknowledging people who I didn't talk to, who were like connections or connections. What's your, what's your threshold of mm-hmm. accepting somebody? I have to be able to know you in real life. I only accept people who I know in real life or have known in real life and will talk to. So people who I haven't talked to in a long time, I've purged my pages of those because you haven't changed your face, your, your profile picture girl, like in two years, where are you? So I, un, I pretty much unfriend those, mm-hmm. but the people who I talk to on my social medias, I've known them in real life or I know them right now. I have to know your real life. If you try to quote unquote friend me and you know, you look a certain way. I mean, I don't know. You look like somebody I don't know. And your name is, if your name is unfamiliar, I'm not going to friend you. Mm. I'm just going to keep deleting the request. And I have done that many times, even some like cousins of cousins. I don't know who they are and they'll try to friend me. And I, I just, I don't know. Like, I know we have like three people in common. I don't know you, baby. If Johnny Payton is one of them, wonderful. But I don't know who you are. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know my husband. That's a close enough for me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? I know every single person on my list. Mm-hmm. And, it's a little is. And, uh, <laughs> hey. Hey, Um. (laughs) he's not that well you're active but you're not as active i'm active but Mm -hmm. mine is like literally for for family and friends yeah for family and friends that's that's it and that's the bulk of mine too because all of our family is away they don't get to see the kids they don't get to see us so we try to update them on like hey this is what the kids are doing this is how they're doing this is what we're doing so yeah and that's you know that's what it's for like that's part of the reason social media exists is to connect people who are far away from each other is your so, page locked um it has limited information on it if you're not my friend oh I'm, mm-hmm. I'm private mm-hmm. you can see like you can't see any of my contact information you can see my pictures and like it's like the the second tier mm. security yeah so um, you can't see anything but my name and like my pictures and that's it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. pr- I protect my piece. Yeah. So, coworkers. Um, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mine is other. I, I make a lot of teacher friends, so it's a little different though in your, not your so. job of mine. You, know, you don't so. even sell coworkers. Don't so. We don't work intimately together. We're in our classrooms. Mm-hmm. And then the only time we're together is during lunch and that's like 20 minutes. So I work with a group of people who I don't get to see at all, all day. So then we can go and say, Hey, you know, what's something funny that happened to you today? Like, guess what such and such said in class, he made everybody laugh. Like that's how we connect. And so, because that's our only way of being social at work because we're not together at work. 
So you. we work together, but we're not together. Yeah, so it's fr- a little different. Me and my friends know about shootouts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't you can't be friends with your boss. No new friends. Say <laughs> <laughs> so we we can't talk about that stuff online. I know I'll be like, uh-uh, no, 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 you got to DM me. That's not gonna work. Um, yes. <laughs> we know what bodies are. <laughs> so, anywho, going on, we'll be we forward. when we book. Oh, my God. We are, let's see, <clears throat> let's talk about the ways that social media can wreck your relationship. And that's not saying it very kindly, but it can um, without being checked, right? Social media is a tool. You got to check it like you can't use the same tool over and over because it will rust and it will run down and it will destroy exactly what it's made to build up. So social media as a concept or as a tool is to build communication. Right. Of course, we've now used it way too much and it's rusty and it's broke and it's falling apart and it's clanking right in places. And so we have to um, limit our use of that tool now because it's become a little bit too much. um, It's become a little too overused. Right. So when it comes to applying it to a relationship, here are some of the things that we found. Um, Social media can contribute to unhealthy comparison and unrealistic expectations for what a relationship is supposed to be. That's going way back into when we say creating that fantasy, right? People create an image of a relationship, not really the relationship itself. And if you're, you work at the gap and mm -hmm. she a cashier at Wendy's, y'all are not a power couple. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) they could I'm sorry. <laughs> it could be. Why are we laughing? Don't laugh at them. If they're 16, <laughs> then they could be. If they're 21, they just got out, they just graduated college, they could be couple goals. They could be power, power couple goals. If, if you they... go to hotels in your town. <laughs> what? Hey, we do that. That's called a staycation. <laughs> don't don't do that. That's a staycation. So no, I didn't try to stunt. On oh, with like the, with okay. the rose petals, like, like acting like you at the like the Baltimore Harbor or something. <laughs> and you at you in, you in downtown Kennesaw. <laughs> Stop the bullshit, man. But it what in that case it's like yeah, you're right. I can't. No, no. It's more the like bow wow challenge. Bow wow, yeah. bow wow. Oh man. Okay, so okay, you got to explain uh-huh. that for our listeners who don't know what the Bow Wow challenge was. When when Bow Wow was taking pictures of private planes, but he was in um <laughs> he's on coach. He was in coach. Somebody <laughs> took a picture of, of him, him coach. coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally what it is. Or taking pictures of champagne bottles and all this stuff and then the person who picture it actually is call you out on it and show <laughs> like, the real picture. <laughs> like you just took my picture and just zoomed in on this Alize. Yeah. Thanks. Oh man. And I think social media too is is difficult not to do the comparison because you're looking at your life and then you're looking at this lady with this fantastic set of pictures and it's like, oh man, she's always traveling. But that's a job by yourself. Like if you actually take a look at how people have to post and what they got to post in order to stay relevant, they have a job. Like they've dug themselves into a hole where if they stop doing what they do, then they lose their following. For some people, if they're an influencer, they lose their funding, right? They lose their whole side hustle. So 
it's easy to get stuck into comparison, but it's it's unhealthy for a real life relationship. Um, and then we talk about, you know, the couples couples sometimes spend a lot of time curating an image of who they want um, of who they are instead of building on the relationship itself. Right. So it takes a lot of it, you. We see it in movies. We see it in TV shows where you see a couple just kind of being on the phone, sitting at dinner and they're both just on their phone on social media instead of talking to each other. That yeah, is an example talking about how good of a time they're having. Yes. I'm out here with Bay. Look at us. And then you just pick up the phone. She's like, hey, say cheese, cheese. You know, they take a picture and then they both back to the phone. There's no real like interaction going on at the dinner besides, Hey, we got to eat. So they sit there eating and they're quiet and it could be a lack of communication or it could be that they're really just living a social media life. If your social media is realer than your relationship, you're fucked. Yeah. And that's saying it very nicely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do live in that, in that existence. And that's time to um, take a look at some things differently. Um, social media itself within a relationship can breed resentment in terms of um, sometimes it's the, the research says that a partner can feel jealous of how much someone else posts about their partner. And then the person who is in the relationship will look at their partner as if, why aren't you doing that same thing for me? For instance, if I have a, you know, if someone's looking at my husband and I and we often share, you know, back and forth on each other's pages and we just put little messages up or whatever. Sometimes a person can look at us and say, well, and look at her significant other and say, well, hey, you know, JP and Mia, they have that kind of relationship. Why don't you do that with me? Why don't you post on my page? Why don't you say something to me? Say something nice to me. Why don't you do that to me? Right. And then that comes across as. Jealous, like that's jealousy and resentment. The answer to that, fellas, is just tell her that you're not a weirdo like Johnny is. <laughs> that they're weird. They're weird. Yeah, we can get a little weird. Just say, weird. just say you're a normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay to be normal. Mm. And then I think you need to learn. You need to know your significant other too, because if you know that she's that she can be insecure. Right. Because I am I can have insecurities. It just, you know, maybe just put a post on her page every now and then. I don't think that would be a bad thing, especially when it says you're in a relationship with her. People know y'all are together because then if people never see you on the page, it's like, well, are you really together? My goodness. Right. No, no. <laughs> I'm all in, on the page a, all the time. Be, but I mean, that's not because I don't can't be it can't be both. What you saying? So, <laughs> what? Say, say. I'm, I'm trying to say so. Um, okay. So I basically, can't. Basically, it comes back to mind your business. Oh. Just mind your business. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying if so, if you have a a a significant other who wishes to have because, messages on their board, just put if, messages if, on their if, board. If we if we didn't interact with with each other. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's business because oh, it's right, social yeah. media. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know that that's something that makes my day. We don't even have to be friends. Yeah, you're right. Because I do know people who are in a relationship with someone who's not on social media. Yeah. We don't even know who they are. So, but they're happy. So where where's the weight? Where's the weight on that? Yeah. 
if if they're in a in a happy relationship, but only one person is on social media, mm-hmm. who who's who carries their barometer of how much that person is being loved? Oh yeah, that's true. That's very perceptive. I was thinking of something, but it went. <laughs> it left out. <laughs> it went it zoomed right out my ear. Oh man. Watch that thing come back at like three in the morning. We gotta be balanced. We gotta be balanced. We gotta be fair. That's true. (laughs) Okay, yep, it left. I was gonna have a comeback. I had a rebuttal, and that rebuttal is gone. Oh, man. (sighs) Let him have it. Let him have it. (laughs) Um, Some people can get stuck in a cycle of scrolling when they're trying to keep an eye on their partner's activities. Now, that's. That's a problem. And that's a problem outside of social media that is now using social media as a catalyst for it. Right. I think he's cheating on me. So I'm going to watch every little thing he does. Right. Who he who's on his page? Who's liking his pictures? Who's talking about whatever? You know, if he went out with the boys, are they talking about it? What they talking about online? We are doomed. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what I know. I know. that's what happens. We are doomed. That's that's what it is. And then it becomes, and then it's sometimes, and it doesn't even have to be a cheating, right? It can be something else that someone suspects and they go fishing on a page, right? So that's another negative. Um, We talked earlier about the insecurity part of of liking posts and that kind of thing. Um, One of the things, one of the quotes that I found is those who are dating people who overshare on social media tend to have lower relationship satisfaction. First thing I think of, and I don't know why, is like celebrities who overshare. Um, Kim K, right? And she's back to being a straight Kim K now because now she's legally single. Good for her. Um, Overshare. Overshare, overshare everything. Um, Within reason, right? Because, of course, her family, she has a family, a famous family. They all kind of share. So it's kind of like a thing. It's the family business to be like that. Um, But when you start taking pictures of like the food you're eating and look at this beautiful meal and look at the moon and I'm walking and there's one, two, three pictures of me of pictures of me walking along the beach. Then that's an overshare. Right. Just enjoy your life without the, the camera. Um, But they say that those who do that have lower relationship satisfaction. And I'm thinking because if I am always say if I was always on social media and I'm telling everybody every little thing we do, Mm -hmm. you would say, why do you do that? Mind the business that pays you. Right. Right. You would be like, why do you do that? And if I'm insisting I'm building a brand, you what? You don't like it. I think you're romantic. I'm telling everyone I'm bragging, bae then that can become a problem. That can be a contention between the two of us. If I was always doing that, mm-hmm. you, would, you would not like that. And you I know a lot of- gazing from outside. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, who are you trying to impress or who are you trying to make mad? Who are you trying to make jealous, right? And if then it would become- Be using your indoor voice outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's what it would feel like. And so I can see lower relationship satisfaction in that instance right so social media boy boy it has a lot of uh, pitfalls of course and it's mostly because not because of the social media network itself but because of the way we're using it and the frequency 
and the absence of any other real life skills. Right. We're having now a severe absence of communication, intimacy, compassion with one another, empathy. Those things have gone out the back door. And now it's just people don't believe except what they see in front of them, even if it's a lie. Right. Because it's so easy for us to lie online. It's easy. You can create a whole life and, you know, we can be telling you anything like right now. We can't even we wouldn't even be JP and Mia, but people would believe it because that's what we've told them and that's what we've shown them. Right. So let's talk about us. I want to start. <laughs> he has said that more than once. Yes. I want to I want to show what I got. <laughs> We're not doing that. And it's because not because it's nobody business, but because I don't like people to know what I have. So one day I'm just going to walk into one of my offices with just like a mink coat on, oh like God. a Frank Lucas Who coat gonna on. Where you get a mink from? Don't matter. <laughs> we live in Georgia. <laughs> you can't buy a mink in Georgia. Mink coat. And know you keep saying you want all the Jordans. A mink coat with some Jordans on. Oh, my goodness. For no reason. Just because you want to put it on social media. See, that's perpetuating the problem. Yep. That's what people do. That is the metaphoric way of what that's the metaphor of what we do now is the the Jordans and the mink coat. I'm tired of people thinking I'm sensible. (laughs) We are sensible. (laughs) People think that because we're sensible people, we're parents and we're. We're husband and wife, and we're very responsible adults. That's her. That's her holding me back. I I pay three thousand dollars for some bullshit. I do this because of me. Oh my goodness! All right, sir. So let's talk about us for a second because people always want to know well, what do y'all do, right? And we don't have an answer, right? We're just we're discussing. We want some honest feedback. We want some education, right? We're just you know kind of putting it out there as exennials, millennials, geriatrics, whatever they want to call us, right? So. How do we use social media to enhance our relationship? So like we were saying, we are um, part of the social media, like I don't want to say outbreak. That's a negative connotation. Um, The advent of social media came up when as we were coming up, you know, we were um, grew up in the 90s, 2000s. And so that's when social media popped off, basically. So for us, we started as... um, I don't know. We had Black Planet and MySpace and, you know, all the Yahoo Messenger. Yeah. Yahoo Messenger was real big. I had AOL Messenger for a while. That little disc you had to put into the computer and get it to work. Oh, man. Wait for the Internet. Take 10 minutes to come up. Um, So the way we look at social media is just right now as 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 a married couple is a way to um, sort of. Build one another up, I would say, and then use as a time capsule of memories, because, of course, we've been together for so long. Our social medias, um, particularly our memories that come up every day, are usually something that we've done in the past together, something that our children have done that we've posted about in the past, uh, a funny meme that we share, you know, some time ago. So that's how some of our things pop up. Uh, I know something that we do often, JP does this, is he'll post on my page like song lyric or a quote that we like from a movie or something. He'll put this little face up that he has, his little cartoon face, you know, come here, girl, something up there to 
because he knows that I will eventually check in there. He'll send me, did you check your page? Or he'll have a video or something that he made that he knows is going to make me laugh. And then he'll ask me, did I check my page? And so for us, that's our way of sort of connecting with one another when we're not together. I'll be trying to show off to people that, that we are perfect love. Trying that's to make, be trying to make the other people jealous. Mm, so anyhow. I want you guys jealous of us. So... In that way, we are able to stay to connected three, three when we're roses not. Right now, I just take a picture of them, just lay them on the couch for you, and then I'm gonna take a picture of them dead because they're gonna die in a week. I'm so, a, I'm what is that gonna do? Our, flick on our fireplace <laughs> that's below our 90, 97 inch television, <laughs> ninety seven inches, <laughs> and have the LED lights playing again, some Barry White, y'all hear him right? Playing in the background. If we were those type of people, we would do that. But we're not. Our social media is a direct reflection of our day to day. Of course, we don't post everything because the mundanity is is not needed. Right. Like, oh, I had a Dr. Pepper today and JP told me stop drinking so much Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's no fun. Like, who wants to know that? But, you know, like last week we were like, hey, we've got stomach viruses. Yay. And when we did that, it was like creating a sense of, of solidarity because we're we're a team. We know JP and me a team. Um, and we like to show our family members who are away. Hey, look, y'all, this is what we're going through. We're a little down right now. We would appreciate some prayers. Y'all keep us lifted because, you know, we got this, the stomach viruses in the house. So we've got to get better and we're trying to keep it away from the kids. So that's the kind of way we use it. Um, I don't think I've ever have I subtweeted you ever before. I think I subtweeted you one time. I did. Uh, missed the mark. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. And it wasn't anything that was like punctuated. Like it wasn't anything that was like <laughs> niggas ain't shit. <laughs> right? It wasn't anything like that. Broke boy. It was. <laughs> I don't remember what it was because I remember doing it and then you didn't catch it and I was like top flight security of the world right top flight it wasn't I don't remember what it was but I think I kind of tested out to see if you actually catch it and you did not he did not catch it at all and I was like oh shoot well well." I don't see very well (laughs) he just um I don't know I think you had made me you had teed me off so teed yeah he teed me off but I don't remember what it was. It was it was when the babies were babies, so it was a long time ago, and it didn't even work. So I was like, "Oh shoot, my husband won't even he won't do, pay attention to any of that." Yep. Um, and so I <laughs> never tried to do it again. Um, but the life we we lead is I don't want to say for, unfortunately, but I mean it's it's about as realistic as you can get. Just, and I don't think I'm too exciting. Sometimes I have funny stories and I know a lot of my, some of my listeners, a lot of people say I have a funny writing style when I am explaining new experiences. So like I'll post little micro blog entries of like getting a Brazilian or that time we were in Miami and South Beach and I was describing the people and (laughs) they were like, that's some funny shit. (laughs) Like the way you describe stuff. Um, they say I'm funny and that I should have a, a travel blog, like a, a travel experience blog, which I might try in the, in the summer. That might be something fun to do. But mm-hmm. anywho, side side hustle to the side hustle. Um, but, you know, having memories and, you know, showing people that this is how it is. We're still together, y'all. We still making this work. The good and the bad, I think, is what 
what makes us, you know, that's what we use our social media accounts for. And I mm-hmm. think that's, that's a positive. So while being aware of how it can be negative, like we know how it could look if we say a certain thing. So we are very mindful of not fighting over the internet or we're mindful of just, if we're upset, just stay away from social media. If you know you're going to react and you're going to say something online that has nothing to do with what you're really talking about and that it's like stemming from something else, just don't. Because I've posted emotional before and I've had to delete that stuff because I wasn't even mad about anything I just said. damn Republicans! I'm just mad about the world, right? I'm mad because I have to, you know, fight to be because I'm a black woman. I have to (laughs) protect my children. Like, I'm mad at the world, but I'm online talking about (laughs) whatever and it's misplaced aggression. And then suddenly my husband came up there and then I'm mad at him, right? So that's, you know, just I would say just be mindful of, of the pitfalls, right? And we've listed you know, all the pitfalls. So, so yeah. Great job, man. <laughs> I do want to say I apologize if I've uh, offended or alienated like anyone. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, it's not my, it's not my, um, my, my, my point to offend. It's just, I am trying to educate and I'm trying to understand for myself Mm-hmm. certain things and I just I want to I want people to be better and do better and and think about others for change right and it's it's different we used to think about what other people felt and now people don't give a shit about what you feel and, and how you no but I'm, I mean it's serious people really don't care about what they think you're feeling they will just think about themselves and it's not healthy for one and it can cause a lot of problems. And so, you know, I'm just worried about the things that I've seen and where we're going. Because now I got to worry about Drew and Jai and what they're going to be doing online. Because, my God, if we're like this now, 20 years from now, dude, they just. And, and then I teach middle schoolers. And so they talk to each other verbally in person like they're online, dude. I'm like, you can't say something like that without getting without having somebody be upset with you. And then they get they get mad and they like, well, what you mad about? Because you just told them to their face what you would say online behind a screen. You can't do that. Like you can't say something and not expect consequences for your words. And they don't get it because they're a social media generation. So I have to do a lot of that stoking the the you know stoking the fence basically like i gotta just teach them you can't not expect somebody to react to what you're saying and so so that's the it's the worrying for me that that that's where we're going so that's pretty much all i have to say (laughs) like it's just where that's where it is okay (laughs) all righty then so so thank you all for listening to our way good night everybody no, I have to tell people where she to find us. She just ends the show. She talks. <laughs> and then she just shut it down. That's it. No. That's it. I'll see y'all later. Have a good one. JP, no, that's not. Because.
because okay I want to always have your feedback but you just be sitting and I'm like I don't know we don't have a y'all we sit beside each other and we don't have no kind of like verbal non-verbal communication to say hey I got something I want to add in I just be sitting JP just be sitting and looking at me and I don't know if that means that he has nothing more to say or if he does have something to say and I'm just ignoring him and going to the end okay all right I'm sorry, husband. It's okay. It's okay. Hmm. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right. Um, is that it for social media? Um, I think for the most part, I've, I've probably milked the cow a little too much. That cow is tired. I got to put the cow to sleep for a little bit. A summary. Mind the <laughs> business that pays you. None of that shit's real. Yeah, none of um, real. Where all them PPP, where all that PPP money at? Can I borrow some? Right. Did the the people spend all can of I it? Can I use your business card to get some gas and you can write it off? Oh, my God. All your taxes. Are they going to give out? Is the government going to give out more? Or that's probably milked? Did they, they, they all get all I that out? Know. I'm talking about the people that, that have these businesses. I, I need to use some of your business cards to get some gas. You can write mm-hmm. it off on your taxes. Oh, my goodness. Lord Jesus. All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we life, have social life media. Is, life is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> life is depressing. Not only what is gas five dollars, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be five dollars, y'all. We, 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 we we've seen this cycle, and we are in now. Let me say this: we're in Georgia, and California is already above five dollars. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure we acknowledge our poor West Coast listeners who are already over five dollars a gallon. Yeah, so. yeah, and then they're gonna start gouging. They're gonna start gouging it. It's, Just it's, wait. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It sucks. Like yeah. I said, gas is $5. Yeah. Um, we've been here so long. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point where Food is I, can't, I can't remember my last 10 passwords. Mm-hmm. We And they always want you to be outside <laughs> of your last 10. Why am I at the, the, po- why am I at the point in my life mm-hmm. where I've been at only place so long mm-hmm. that I've had 10 passwords <laughs> on it? <laughs> I can't even think of that many more passwords. We don't have that many. You can't use your last, one of your last 10, though. And I'm like, I don't remember the 10 for what? <laughs> Man, food is high. We can't, we literally can't eat as a family for less than $30 now. Less than 30. It's crazy. $30 used to mean Chick fil A or like Zaxby's or somewhere that costs a little more. Now it's freaking McDonald's. We can't eat less than 30. It's bad. It's, it's bad out here. Let alone everything else, all the other societal pressure. We just have basic food and gas to go to work. Yeah, so it's hard. I, I gotta it's start. Hard. I gotta start working on some new passwords because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out. Yeah, because here's the thing: I have a base one that I use, and I just add letter like the symbols to it. But now they it don't let you do that because yeah. it'll say the the base word is still. So. I just start using random like names, like people's names that I know. I just go through the family. So it might be my mama name. It might be my sister's name. Like, cause that's what I only think I can remember. Okay. Yeah. So I'm with you, babe. So yeah. I think y'all. the next episode should be about family. Mm-hmm. What about family? I don't know. I haven't, de- I haven't decided okay. yet, but I know one of the things is what is the, what, what is thinking? the cutoff on, Dating someone's ex in your family. What's the cutoff of dating someone's ex? Yeah. So like I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking like Bel Air. 
Okay. I'm thinking Bel Air with Will we need to have and Carl. Bel Air episode. I'm thinking I'm thinking of Bel Air with Will, Carlton, and Lisa. It's yep. creepy to me. Yeah, that that triangle. <laughs> now tell me something. Creepy. In the original, in the Fresh Prince, Lisa was Nia Long's character, correct, right? Correct. But she didn't date Carlton in the original. To my knowledge, no. No, not that we know of. So they've really created this. Yes. And it was like last year, right? Because didn't they? They had a fresh breakup, like Carlton and Lisa. I don't know. Okay, because I don't know how long it's been since they it broke up. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Because some people would say it depends on how long it's been. All right. Like that. I'm just saying. Like I don't know. Okay. But, but anyway, the, I, I do. We I do, do need lo- to. I do love that show. That's a great show. Yeah, y'all. Y'all watch Bel Air. If y'all haven't been watching it, we got to watch the Lewis episode, don't we? We're gonna go ahead and watch that. We. We need. I obviously because it seems as if JP has gone on without me I and watched it. Over it so. oh, he says he skims. Oh, y'all, that is he is breaking one of the rules of couple watching shows. Don't watch without your significant other, but it's fine. He, he can go ahead. I need to catch up on the newest episode. Thanks, because then I have Abbott Elementary's coming back in another week or so, and um. Bridgerton is coming back. It's the same week. So I'll have different shows. So I have Atlanta. to keep up. And Atlanta coming on. So we got some shows, y'all. Woo! For our shows coming back. I'm so excited. So we may have to do. <laughs> y'all get him. We may have to do a, um, a straight Bel Air episode. We have to like, put lots of spoiler alerts on potentially the next episode, y'all. Because if we have straight Bel Air. We're going to give away all the spoilers. So we may do that, baby. That might be fun. Okay. Okay. All right. And talk about family. Uh, so, <laughs> social media, <laughs> where I was going before, JP read me. He, he read me. Um, please, 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 we do encourage all of our readers to contact us through our social media readers, accounts. Listeners. There I go again. You know, I always do readers. Woo. We are on Twitter, t- TikTok, Facebook. The way we do, just kind of riff. Text to type or we something. We do, right? Text to type. That's the um, same thing. Text. Yeah, I, I was just repeating what text, you said. I meant text to speech. I, text, said, text, I said text to type. That's the same thing. <laughs> it's getting late. We, okay, email us. We're on Gmail. Paidinfullpod at gmail.com. Especially if you're going to give us some insight, especially when it comes to the conjoining social accounts. We do want to talk to our our listeners. I was going to say readers again. <laughs> so please contact us. Tell us how much you love the episode. Tell us what we've got wrong. Let us know. Hey, you guys think about it this way. Don't be mean though, because that's not nice. Uh, we need more nice people in the world. So let us know you're out there. Uh, we thank you all so much for listening in and we will see you on uh, episode 26. Peace. What's this? It's an art project. Okay, I like it. Picasso. Yeah, that way. This is the one thousand and one reasons why we don't trust y'all to bring nothing to any gatherings. Cause that's just nasty. Thankful for this Thanksgiving. Means right, Jesus Christ, and Byron. Who? Byron. Who? Byron. It's a hard hat holidays.
Respectfully.